Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Excuse me. Got a little bit of a... Does anyone know, should I be drinking hot tea or what should I be doing exactly to <clears throat> stop doing that? I don't know my body terribly well, but what I do know terribly well is investing. I'm not the most aware person at some things. I cannot tell you what a fly route is in football. I can't tell you what any of the terms those men talk about. And they talk about passionately on how great they are. But I can tell you about investing. And one of the things I try to do on the show <clears throat> is introduce you to some ideas and concepts to get you a little further along. I'm really, really proud of a lot of my listeners and how they've accumulated wealth. And I'm questioning myself right now. I got an email or a text message in the 7 o'clock hour from – Someone I work with, and he goes, um, what do you think about Dogecoin? <laughs> I'm like, you know what I think about it. You've heard me for 20-plus years. And I said, it probably goes higher. Do I own it? No. <clears throat> I have standards that say, do not own it. Um, so my goal is to try to get you to retirement, but I'm also starting to realize, am I part of that crowd now that is stopping you from getting wealthy? Maybe. I'm very conscious of the fact that Marijuana stocks have had a massive rise and a massive fall all this week. And I know you're saying, wait, 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 wait. All this week they've had a rise and fall. Yes. And I said that would happen shortly after GameStop kind of imploded. I said, you know, the next round of shorts are going to be in marijuana stocks because they're a, a good story and B they're heavily shorted. Two years ago, marijuana stocks burst on the scene. And we're all like, well, more states are legalizing it. This was in the midterm elections during Trump's presidency, where more states legalized recreational and medicinal marijuana. And you saw stocks like Canopy Growth, Aurora Cannabis, Apria, Tilray, all to the moon. And then earnings came and everyone's like, oh, not that excited. And now because they weren't excited for the last two years, they became heavily shorted stocks. Now the heavily shorted stocks are on Reddit. And let me read two posts to you from Reddit recently. Um, Here we go. Tilroy to the moon. Another one. Weed stocks. Wall Street bets new darling. Wall Street Bets is on Reddit, and 
I, I what where I caution you is I know that and I now know how to hurt people who short stocks and I now know how to hurt people who go long stocks that have no earnings. And people like me who control millions and millions and millions of dollars are going to hurt people like you who control hundreds of dollars. And there's people bigger than me who control billions and billions and billions of dollars and they're going to hurt people like me. Try not to get caught up in the drama, but I totally understand why people do. If you pick up my drift. So they're getting hit today. Let me give you some some numbers on that to kind of make my point just a little bit better. Teroy down 22% today. It was up 90% this week. Apria down 15%, up 35% this week. Canopy growth down 15%. Sundial growers off 6%. The whole group is being kind of manipulated right now. And I hate saying this, but we may need some regulation to come in on how much people can short stocks, how much can institutions leverage, how much can individuals leverage. Earlier this week, we talked about the suicide of a young 20-year-old man who got into trading day trading stocks back in June and ended up upside down to the tune of $700,000 because he did stock options. I cannot tell you how often I take a phone call when I take puppy puppy one, two, three to the dog park. That's her nickname, by the way, puppy puppy one, two, three. She's, she's binary. Um, she's not a she, he, him. And I just said, she's binary. no, um, the dog identifies as binary. Zero one 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 zero one 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 zero. Um, I know you're saying, Rob, you're hilarious. Stop the joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> it's the best thing I ever did. Um, <clears throat> now I'm hurting myself. But I go to the dog park and people go, Rob, yo! Because we're socially distancing and I like to social distance 12 feet away. <clears throat> they go, yo, Rob, what do you think about marijuana stocks? My kid wants to buy and sell them. And I go, your kid may be smarter than me. I don't know. They're not making any money. Ask me about companies that are making money. So one of the things I've started to say is like, hey, if you own 20 stocks, make sure your top two make billions and billions and billions of dollars and probably are run by someone who looks like an evil James Bond character. You could say Apple has got Tim Cook. You could say Facebook has got Zuckerberg. You could say Amazon's got Bezos. Just make sure your top two stocks make billions and billions of stocks or go with index funds. That's the right way to do it for most people. And if you want to own a marijuana stock, that should be stock number 18 or 19 that's losing a lot of money. And it could be a speculative idea. I get it. More states are legalized marijuana. I do think there's going to have to be an issue at some point in time where they make those delicious gummy bears look less delicious. Because children, the children, the children... When we get a kid who goes into them because he's hungry and he tells mom, I want gummy bears. Mom says, you can't have gummy bears. They're sugar. They're going to rot your teeth. And kid goes to mom's stash of gummy bears. <laughs> just just keep an eye on your kids. When they start buying like two large pizzas at midnight, they might be into your stash. Just between you and me. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. I'm probably going to get canceled today because the show is off the rails. TikTok video. 
Your kids can show this to you. I don't have TikTok on my phone. I believe that the Chinese are monitoring me and I refuse to do it. No, no, I'm just not hip. So I don't have TikTok on my app, on my phone. But if your kids do, there's a really, really cute little girl who sings Dogecoin to the moon, Dogecoin to the moon. And that's really scary to me because those same TikTok users are now asking me at the dog park, yo, Rob, should I buy Tilroy? <clears throat> should I? <clears throat> they're, you're, they're yelling at me at dog parks. And I, I'm being honest when I say this. I've gotten more questions in the last two weeks, as has CFP Chad Burton, about marijuana stocks and GameStop and going after short stocks. One in five Americans have owned some of these most amazingly shorted stocks that are going to die based on fundamentals and earnings, but they're not going to die based on buyers versus sellers. I don't have an answer for you other than to say it's speculative. And if you want to do it with stock number 18, 19, 20 on your punch card, that's fine versus doing it with number one or number two. But I see way too many people doing it with the top ones. And I don't want to see kids lose money ever down 30% in a day. Dad, why did I lose 30 bucks out of my hundred that you gave me? I don't want them to have a $30 loss experience as a child because I want them to be investors for life. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing more. <clears throat> Hopefully you got your T-shirts that say. I invested in 2020 or I survived the 2020 pandemic and all I got was a stupid T-shirt. That feels weird to say. I just I said something that I thought was going to be cute and funny. And I go, there's some people that didn't survive. My own mother now weighs under 100 pounds after getting covid. My mom is a, a bag of bones. COVID is not going to kill her. <clears throat> but COVID brought on the symptoms that accelerated her death. And she will die this year. Um, and I was just trying to make a funny joke about COVID. All I, I, I survived the 2020 pandemic and all I got was the stupid. Even as close as I am to it, it hurts. And I don't even realize the joke that I'm making isn't funny. Dogecoin is funny, though. It is literally a joke cryptocurrency. And I got a text this morning asking me about it. It has no economic purpose, and it even says it has no economic purpose. At least with Bitcoin, three-tenths of 1% of Bitcoins are used in financial transactions. And if that grows to 3%, 4%, 5%, instead of trading it back and forth, it'll no longer be a house of cards. It'll be a financial transaction. Dogecoin will never be accepted. It doesn't want to be accepted. It's a joke. <clears throat> Elon Musk bought some. I don't know what he's trying to accomplish other than to show people that he's a billionaire who's got enough money to make you look stupid. Gene Simmons, the bass guitarist of Kiss, is involved in cryptocurrencies. Now, you may know one thing or another about Gene Simmons. I remember that he had a tongue that was 
I think he had, was in a car accident, bit off his tongue, and they transplanted a cow tongue on him. That was the story when I was seven years old. Kiss was the knight in Satan's service. That's what I know about Kiss. I don't want to know Gene Simmons is buying cryptocurrency. Do you want an even worse one telling you that you should be careful? For the record, I'm about to say something that could get me wiped off. Cancel culture. I used to find Lindsay Lohan very sexy. Not as a kid. No, 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 no. I'm not going there. Don't cancel me. But as an 18-year-old, she was just a hot mess. She was clearly doing coke. Her life was out of control. She was on Dave Letterman flirting with Dave. Or was she? Dave was making fun of her. She's recommending cryptocurrency Ethereum. This drives me insane. She's now like 35 years old and a hag probably in terms of Hollywood. Like she was once that cute teenage or even teen, uh, preteen girl who became a cute teenage girl who got out of control. Who now is down to pitching Ethereum as a way of making some commercial money. I really, really want you to be careful. I'd rather you be talking about Microsoft making overtures to buy Pinterest. And it, it probably sounds something like this. Hey, Pinterest, I got a couple billion dollars. You want to come party with me? I'm Microsoft. And Pinterest said, uh, Facebook, you have anything to say about this? Uh, Google, anyone? Anyone? Anyone other than Microsoft? Microsoft is kind of creepy. Zillow had stronger than expected forecast earnings. Less than 1% of transactions in real estate are done digitally. That's going to change. And Zillow is the right place at the right time for it, but it's not happened yet. It's going to be a big story down the road. Do you want my next hot stock? Did I just mention it? Uber reported lower revenue than anticipated, and yet they're a reopening trade. That's a big question for you, right? When will you get into an Uber? Do you remember some of the influencers on YouTube? were like, I'm going to lick a toilet to show you that COVID's not real. And then they get COVID and die, and you're like, yay, Darwin rules. Into the Darwinian wood chipper for you, YouTube influencer. But Uber had lower than expected revenue. Lyft, kind of the same thing, but Lyft said, hey, we're going to get into grocery delivery or we're going to get into more food delivery. Lyft goes up today, Uber goes down today. It's tough to figure this out on a day-by-day basis. Bitcoin blows past $48,000. It hits another record high. <clears throat> An old financial firm, Bank of New York, Boney, ticker symbol BNY. Um, they're getting involved. Earlier this week, Tesla. <clears throat> One analyst on Wall Street said Apple will go up 25% if they just say they'll take Bitcoin in their wallet. To have Bitcoin, it helps to have a wallet where you can store your Bitcoin, where it's protected from thieves. And all Apple has to do is come up with an update. So says this analyst. Right now, I'm downloading Apple's operating system beta 14.5. All they got to do is open their wallet. Put a little bit of code that says, hey, you could have a MasterCard, you could have a Visa card, you could have a bank account, you can have an Apple card, which counts like six points to every dollar you spend for future Apple products. Why not? I get it. Just make a Bitcoin wallet in there. Ching, ching. Stock goes up 25% to the tune of $500 billion. 
Wow. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I feel like I should turn off the lights and go home. <laughs> but I, I, this doesn't end badly. But right now, during the pandemic, people had fewer expenses. They paid down debt. They saved money. They got stimulus checks. And they started to invest like idiots, which is okay. But when idiots start investing too much, it turns absurd. And that's when it becomes, ooh, I may need to change my school of thought here. The Fed said, we're not going to raise interest rates until the end of 2022, which was glorious. And now they're saying, ooh, we may need to taper that in the fourth quarter of this year. I want you to be cautious. I want you to be respectful. I want you to be intelligible. When it comes to Lindsay Lohan pushing Ethereum, which is digital coin, be cautious. When Dogecoin literally has a dog on it and has never been transacted in a financial transaction other than I buy it from you, you buy it from me, I buy it from you, not a pyramid scheme, but it's looking like it, just be cautious. I'm not against Bitcoin. I'm not against real estate. Just be cautious. I'm Rob Black. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Elon Musk said something curious today, and it's a reminder of, for lack of a better word, it's a reminder of how do you pick stocks. Elon Musk said he's going to quit Twitter. And instantly I was like, that's probably a good thing in the short term because I've been seeing too many tweets mentioning publicly traded companies. Whether it's over the weekend, Elon Musk got out and talked to the CEO of Robinhood and asked why did he stop honoring the buys of GameStop after Elon Musk mysteriously tweeted something like Game Stunk which was a message to the game stoppers to keep it up, kill the shorts. Tesla's had a problem with shorts for a long period of time. Some would say what's happened to GameStop was a quick, fast version of what has happened to Tesla over the last five years, where people like me have doubted the ability for Tesla to earn money, and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, they did it. And while they were losing money, the thought was they're going to have to raise money and they're going to hurt shareholders in the process. So he's now on a campaign of kind of showing shorts how to play the game. He's put Bitcoin on the map recently. He's put GameStop, Etsy, Dogecoin, Signal Advance, um, and Etsy. And he needs to stop doing it. He needs to be the CEO of Tesla and the CEO of SpaceX and stop manipulating stocks from a distance in a humorous manner. It's very similar to him giving his own Tesla share price target 420, which is an immature way of saying marijuana. Do I like Elon Musk? I do. Do I think he's creative? I do. Do I think he's a great CEO? I'm still being convinced of that. But he has the ability to move stocks. Bitcoin up 17% in a day with a tweet. Same thing with GameStop. Surged 60% in a half hour tradings after he said game stunk. 
with a link to Wall Street bets. Next morning, the stock skyrocketed at 348%. A lot of people who are millennials look at Elon Musk and maybe even Jeff Bezos as the Steve Jobs and Warren Buffett of the 21st century. For lack of a better term or phrase, go with that and you'll have learned something. Elon Musk is the world's second richest man. He's also got the golden touch when it comes to picking stocks. I would just be very, very cautious. Speaking of Tesla, they're recalling 134,000 Model X and Model S cars with faulty touchscreens. Recall affects cars with 8 gigabyte media cards manufactured before March 2018. Last month, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration asked Tesla to recall the vehicles. So that's going to be a hit to Tesla, but is a hit worth buying? And the answer is typically not. Because the investment lesson is, and in the six o'clock hour of new focus on wealth, we tend to talk a lot of strategies and tips. And one of the strategies and tips that I can throw out there for you is that you think it's bad news, but then you forget companies have insurance. Tesla will upgrade free of charge the EMMC on your vehicle with an enhanced 64 gigabyte card versus the 8 gigabyte card that's in it. It doesn't sound like it's going to be a tough repair. And in fact, it may give you a reason to visit a showroom and see a new version of a Model X. As Tesla has been putting a big push on being able to service their vehicles live in store, which is a weird thing to say because when I say in store, their repair centers haven't really been repair centers up until recently. And now you can get your body work done at a Tesla service center, which again, one of the advantage Tesla has is they didn't walk into a lot of legacy ways of doing business. So the Fords and the General Motors kind of came up with these manufacturing plants that ultimately were unionized. Tesla hasn't unionized. That's a big previous legacy cost of business. Tesla has now said, not only can we sell you a car, but we could service it at our locations and do body repair at our locations. The Tesla bodywork is concerning because it's an expensive vehicle and you tend to not want your typical body shop doing it versus a Tesla body shop only because of eh, vanity. So Tesla says they can do it. Remember a couple of years ago, Tesla Tesla said a lot of stupid things through the years. I, I guess that should be the title of the segment. Tesla says a lot. What do they deliver on? Well, they delivered on the ability to repair bodywork in Tesla store, service centers. That's a plus. But some areas where they passed on was a couple of years ago, probably like seven years ago, when Tesla really started selling vehicles, they said, we will buy your Tesla back at the exact price you paid for it three years later if you want us to. So it was like a three-year guarantee that it would hold its value, which is unheard of in the automobile industry. They never really honored that. Tesla said a couple of years ago, and when I say a couple, I should probably say five to seven. We could sell insurance. We could sell Tesla insurance better than anyone else can because we'll be able to repair the vehicles ourselves. Now they're starting to get there. 
Remember when Amazon says things like, we sell books and CDs. Oh, and by the way, we can get groceries there too. Oh, and by the way, we can get pills, your pharmaceuticals. That vertical of, instead of just things that you don't really need, books and CDs, to things that you really need, food, to things that you have to have, pharmaceuticals, is a vertically driven business model. And Wall Street loves it because we've never, ever seen anything like it. In the case of Amazon, we're like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. They're going to start offering health care to their own employees because they're starting offering drug deliveries to you and me, the customer. Wait, 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 wait. Are you kidding me? They're one of the largest employers in the nation. They're going to be doing their self-insuring. The answer is yes. Other companies will follow. Down the road, I totally expect Amazon to start a for-profit university with, in the short term, how do they get people to work for the company, offering them free education? And then how do we get the people that don't want to work for the company forever working for the company, offering them discount education? How do we get the rest of America involved? Education. If telemedicine takes off, teleeducation will take off. Is the idea, and I'm not speaking for Amazon when I say that, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Sitting in for CFP, Chad Burton. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, more thanks for listening to the show. One of the things I think you need to be worried about are we're buying the dip again. Now, again, I'm not going to get all that worried about it because I'm 95, 96% fully invested personally. I got maybe 4 to 5% cash. I don't know, maybe 3%. Depends on the day with the market, but it's somewhere around that area. I have some investment ideas. They are skewing on the conservative side. It's tough for me to chase something like a Disney. I own Disney, but when it goes from 90 bucks a share to 180, I don't chase. I wait till you hate it and are selling it. Typically, I can't say that's always the truth, but that's what I want to do. 793,000 Americans filed new unemployment claims for the week ending February 6th. Um, results were more than expected, but it's at a five-week low. So that's one of those good news, bad news. It's the old one-handed economist where we wish we knew only one-handed economists. So they wouldn't say, well, on one hand, it's at a five-week low. But on the other hand, it was higher than expected. Ah! <laughs> Just give me an honest answer is what you want. And sometimes there aren't honest answers. So the markets are buying on the dip again. At some point in time, I expected there to be a healthy correction that a lot of people lose money in. The traders who are short-term speculative suddenly realized their term wasn't that short or wasn't as long as they wanted it to be. That bleeds over to the people who are like, well, I'm really not able to handle a 10% down move, but I wanted a 20% up move which bleeds over to selling in other areas. 
it'll be the traders that are hurt the most because they're the most short term when a correction comes. And again, I'm not saying one's, one's going to come. It's just we're due. But that's like saying we're due for an earthquake. Will it come? I don't know. I'm not going to call down to the tectonic plates. Hey, tectonic plates, are you moving or not? Should I be worried? How stressed do you feel on tectonic plate? They're not going to tell me. It's just going to hit. That's the same thing that's going to happen with a market correction. And then in hindsight, we're going to go, oh, we knew it. It's been 30 years since we've had a big shaker. <clears throat> we knew it was coming. Why weren't we ready for it? <laughs> same thing on Wall Street's going to happen. At some point in time, it'll be a 5 to 10% correction. And that may shake out a lot of the day traders. Because those positions that they wanted to move up 100% are suddenly pulling back 40%. And on the growth stocks that they wanted to move up 100% over 5 to 10 years, suddenly they're pulling back 20%. I look at really good market corrections, buying opportunities on my favorite stocks. So I have a list of favorite stocks. I know you're saying, can I have it? No. Because what works for me won't necessarily work for you. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying I don't know you. Did you know I hate broccoli? You may love broccoli. Did you know I hate yellow mustard? <clears throat> you may love yellow mustard. I had a brother that made me eat a bologna sandwich with mustard as a child. My parents went out on a date or something like that, and he, he sat me down. He's like, you're going to eat this. I'm like, I'm not going to eat it. And I cried my eyes out. To this day, I can't stand the taste of yellow mustard. I'm not against the mustard spice. I just don't like that horrible product that they sell at grocery stores. I know you're saying you're kidding, right? No, I have no flavor, no taste for it any way, shape or form. And again, that will happen on Wall Street on some way, some shape, some form. So the correction is going to come <clears throat> when it does have a list of great stocks. I'm not saying it's going to come because I can't call down to tectonic plates. But. When it does come, have a list of stocks that you like. And what I like doesn't necessarily mean what you'll like. For instance, I'll give you an example. I can't buy or sell it for three days when I say this. And I hate this. Comcast. I hate Comcast. I love Comcast. One of the things I love about Comcast, they've raised prices during a pandemic. One of the things I love about Comcast is that we learned during the pandemic, we really need them to educate our kids at school. And we really need them for our Zoom meetings. I'm not a cat. I love that. Thank good golly that lawyer had, you know, a good internet connection so we could see him as a cat. It's my new favorite thing. I want to go on Zoom calls as a cat now. Don't we all want to do that? Hold on, Judge. I'll, I'll, I got to fix these settings. My kid put a filter on my Zoom. I, I, I may do a show as a cat one day. And talk to you all about investing in cat-like toys and websites like Chewy that – no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> what would my name be? Kitty Kitty? We all know my dog's name is 01101110. What would my cat – oh, you know, do you ever wonder – does anyone remember my cat's name? There's the big question for you. Rob Black had a cat that I got when I broke up with a girlfriend. She wanted to go out and date, and I wanted to be a stay-at-home, stay-at-home-body. So I got the cat. She got to go out and date. What was Rob Black's cat's name? He brought that said cat to California with him when he left Washington, D.C., East Coast. 
New York trading, investing, Wall Street to come to the West Coast. What was Rob Black's cat's name? Uh, Alex, I don't know. Is that a good answer? It was Kit Kat. So if I ever do a show, I'm going to be known as Kit Kat Black. Why was my cat named Kit Kat? Because they say cats can hear the word, the sound K really well. And I would say, Kit Kat. She would jump on my lap and calm me down. <laughs> I'm going to shut up because I'm sounding really weird. More Americans filed new jobless claims than expected. Yay! No, that's a boo. Except for it's a yay because it keeps interest rates low and it tells us we want stimulus. Yay! Stimulus equals higher stock market. But long-term stimulus equals inflation. Boo! There's a little bit of juggling that you have to go through, but Comcast raises prices during the pandemic. Rob Black loves companies that raise prices. I, I, you don't, but I do. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Kit Kat Black and me. Out.